Hi, my name is Carmen, and I am an early childhood special education teacher, a life and ADHD coach, and I'm the host of this podcast, Authentically ADHD. I created this podcast to help anyone wondering if they have ADHD, people who have been diagnosed for a while and want some more support and community. I'm here to bring you the latest research on ADHD and neurodiversities while we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of ADHD. Are you ready? Let's get started. Speaking of extra supports, I just wanted to tell you all that I've updated my Patreon page to include all of the resources that I've really ever made to be held in one place. Just head to my show notes. Um, The VIP members do get a little extra, um, but you can also purchase like my brand new ultimate ADHD journal and planner, which I've been using for the past year that has worked. Um, nothing is priced over $10 and everything is at least 50 to hundred pages that you can download and print. You can get it binded and sent to you, or you can just read it off your screen and use notebook paper. So if you want or need any type of that kind of extra support, just head to my show notes and click the Patreon link to join. I hope to see you in there. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I know it's probably been super busy. The new year always is. How have you been keeping your chaos and overwhelm down? Are you trying to stay regulated? I ask you these things because this is what I ask myself a lot at the end of the day or a break or a week, but I've been doing good. I'm just coming to the end of winter break, so I'm just getting my stuff ready for the week, making sure I set up, because last year I waited till the last minute and that was not smart. I actually hadn't remembered how much it helps my brain in the cognitive flexibility of it all when I do prepare for the next week, the weekend before, especially after a break or days off or a routine change. Does that ever happen to you? You find a tool or strategy and it works really well and you do use it until you kind of just stop or a different or new tool or strategy came along and you started using that instead. Am I alone in this? I bet I'm not alone because we have ADHD. Our executive functions are underdeveloped. They have got the ability to help us learn a tool, keep it in our mind, and then pull it back up later. We don't have that. I mean, come on. We have difficulty remembering what we had for breakfast, let alone keeping a strategy or tool in our memory to pull out and use. Then, because of our lack of self-awareness and the fact that ADHD is essentially a self-regulation disorder, we don't even realize that we need a strategy or a tool until we already spent the money or already got in that fight with our significant other 
or we've lost something yet again because we forgot the strategy we needed to use to remember or regulate. This used to happen to me all the time. I'd learn a great new organization strategy or a tool I could use during a dysregulating conversation only to come back at myself with shame and guilt when I'd lost the important paperwork or got in a fight with someone because I didn't remember how to regulate during the conversation. So what does this have to do with today's topic of reflection? I'm going to explain how powerful reflection can be, whether you choose to reflect daily, weekly, monthly, or whenever you feel that you want to. It's incredibly powerful information to have. It's like collecting data and keeping it somewhere that's externalized from your brain so we can actually remember it. Did you know that working memory, impulsivity, and distraction are the three core executive functions? This means that the other executive functions are in the manager of our brain work off of those three. This fact is just to reiterate why we go in cycles of not remembering or even being aware of when we need to use a new tool or a tool that we already know of or strategy. Our brains lovingly are referred to as Ferraris with bicycle brakes. By Dr. Russell Barkley and other ADHD researchers, doctors, and professionals. This means our brains move so fast, being dysregulated and trying to use these weak bicycle brakes to pay attention, to be mindful, to stop yourself or get yourself going is so incredibly difficult, even when we do have support or when we do, in fact, use our tools. I remember every year I'd say, this year it's going to be different. Like just saying, I can't wait for a fresh start in the new year. Now there's nothing wrong with this idea of reflecting on your year, but I see in my own past that I was trying to literally throw away the whole year, that I was shaming myself for the mistakes I made that year, the goals that I didn't meet, and the things that I should or shouldn't have done. If you pay attention to all that wording, I'm doing that thing ADHDers do. I'm denying and arguing with reality, the reality of the past. A fresh start won't mean that those things didn't happen, just that I will continue to ignore the emotions and all the uncomfortableness, which does not help us grow. Ask me how I know. Wow, that rhymed and I didn't even mean for it to. Um, now, if we change our perspective and look at the past year with compassion, self-love, and kindness toward ourselves, we can use that type of reflection for data, unbiased data that we look at and say, okay, what actually worked for me this month, quarter, or year? What didn't work? What can I adjust? How can I accommodate for myself to improve going forward? Approaching your reflection in this way allows us to be mindful 
to create actual change that is sustainable. And it can be used for growth as a tool instead of a way to shame ourselves. So before you start your reflections, please drop the shame. We have enough shame, so let's not heap on more. Remember, shaving, shaming yourself to become better never works. In my ADHD coaching membership, we have a monthly check-in that acts as a reflection for the month. I immediately fell in love with this concept and I started making time to complete it each month. It wasn't long before I adapted it to do it weekly and now I attempt to do it daily but on a smaller scale. No, I don't always remember, but when I do remember, I notice those differences in my behavior that I want to improve. When you look back on your day or your week, especially in the way that I love to reflect, specifically going through your executive functions, how you did that week or that day or that month, what tools are really working and what tools are not working. It helps to remember, even if you lose the paper, we are three times more likely to use the tools that we learn work more of the time when you put pen to paper. If you do want to make sure you find your reflections, what I do is take photos of them. I find it useful to revisit mine to make sure I do not continue to waste energy using tools that totally don't work for me and instead to use that energy for a tool or strategy that does actually work. It's much more satisfying when you use the tools that actually do work for you. I have learned through my daily reflections that I do a lot more things correctly than incorrectly. Our brains have a negativity bias, so if you aren't intentionally tracking your successes, your brain will bring up all the situations that coincide with those uncomfortable emotions because your brain perceives and notices these more clearly. It's how we are wired. So we have to be more mindful and intentionally record our wins, no matter how small. Did you make your bed today? Go make your bed. Or did you do something? Did you take a walk outside? That's a win. Did you check one thing off your to-do list? That is a win. Did you deal with your child or your relationship in a way that normally you would have done it differently in a way that you're not proud of? That's a win. Did you get somewhere on time? Were you able to transition from a task to another task without hopping on your phone or something like that? A win is a win. Make sure you're keeping track of those. Because like I mentioned, this whole reflection practice came from a monthly check-in that's run in my ADHD coaching membership. I adapted this to a weekly reflection and essentially it goes like this. What is going well and why? what is working. Then I go through six of the executive functions and note what's working and any wins that I have within that specific function. I first reflect on my attention. 
how well did I pay attention, focus, regulate my attention that month? Then my emotional regulation, my management of time, organization of stuff, (laughs) cognitive flexibility, and impulsivity. Impulsivity is probably my worst area. I have a hard time stopping before I do things. But I ask myself, with kindness and compassion, what needs improvement? What can I adapt? What tool or strategy can I add to support my brain? Because my brain is different. I deliberately do not add things like, what did I screw up this week? Or what fails can I add up? Because again, that's not reflection. That's shaming and berating yourself. I also deliberately add up my wins in each area first. One, it gives me a shot of dopamine to look at the things I'm doing well. And two, it offsets that brain's heavy negativity bias. The power of doing this is amazing because now you have a reference point to remember what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and how you're handling each executive function and all the different seasons that you go through in your life. Because these reflections will fluctuate. Sometimes you'll be flying high doing great. Other seasons of life just don't look that way. Reflection helps our ADHD brains in so many different ways, and I can't wait to hear about how it changes yours and how this works for you. That's all I have for now, friends. Stay authentic, and we will talk soon. Hey, adhd Are you looking for more support with your brain? Do you crave community with people who understand you? You should really check out Focused, the group coaching program I am a part of that is for adults with ADHD. It's made and run by none other than Kristen Carter of the I Have ADHD podcast. I've grown so much by being in this program, using the tools, and being in the community for over a year now. If you use the link in my show notes, we both save money on this or next month's um, cost, so I think it's worth it. Go check it out at IHaveADHD.com slash focused.